everyone, and welcome to A Nightmare on Fear Street. A monstrous podcast about all things horror. If you like what you hear today, then you can follow us on all of the usual socials or subscribe to our Patreon for bonus content and merch. You can find all of that by visiting us at allmylinks.com backslash A Nightmare on Fear Street or in our episode descriptions wherever you're listening to this podcast at. All right, everyone. Today we're covering Tourist Trap. With Girl That's Scary. Yay! Yay. <laughs> this continues our month of We Get By with a little help from our friends, where we invited our favorite podcasters in a cluster instead of like randomly throughout the year, because that's chaotic. love <laughs> <laughs> Also. You know. <laughs> all right. Well, let's let's talk about your podcast. For those of you that, all the listeners that don't know you, which I don't know who you would be, side-eye. Tell them about your podcast. All right, guys. Well, we are Girl That's Scary. I'm Jazz, the 40 ounce connoisseur. And I'm Cat Daddy. And we are a horror podcast that comes out every Thursday mm-hmm. under the Dread Podcast Network. And we talk about everything scary as hell. Okay, shows, movies, thoughts. You know, and we break them into subgenres. Sometimes we, you know, do the whole franchise. Whatever it is, it's up for grabs. Mm-hmm. Like a big old fishbowl. We just pull a topic out and be like, this yep. one. So check us out. We're everywhere you stream podcasts. Holla yes. at us. And we also at- do sci-fi. Sorry. Yes. yes. And we're at Girl That's Scary on everything, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. So how did you guys get started? Okay. So <laughs> I was on a podcast before called the link up me and my homegirls and cat was the intro so it, it, it the podcast started off hey y'all it's the link up how you that was cat and <laughs> she clearly guessed on it uh, a few times but once we were done with that because that was back when podcasts had just started kind of and it was hard. you had to apply to get on apple and shit it was all this shit but it was a good time but once we stopped doing that because our schedules you know didn't mesh well wasn't mm-hmm. doing that because podcasting is a job Everybody told Kat she had a podcast because of her voice. And I mean, duh. So, duh. Like, this podcast. And I, she was like, you better do this horror podcast with me. I was like, fuck yeah, man. Yeah, I love horror. I, I take my hat off to people who do dolo podcasts all the time. Like the amount of playing, mm. the amount of fucking bravery to do that. Because I could not carry on a conversation for a long amount of, like, a a lengthy time period by myself. Like, who the hell am I talking to? Like, it's one thing to talk (laughs) about. Really, though, and you're, like, feeling real comfortable in that, and I'm like, maybe that's something I still need to work on myself. Growth. But Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have to have somebody to talk to, so why not talk to one of my favorite people about some shit we always talk about when there's not a mic on? Yeah. Uh, It's just a homegirl link up but recorded and we're just going to direct our homegirl conversation to a movie or a subgenre because it, it could be a Saturday and we just somebody cooking eggs and somebody over oh, here yeah. drinking tea and they were like you seen that bitch get stabbed up did you watch all that stuff it's like you call on the phone and instead of talking about what the neighbors did we talk about bitch did you see that new motherfucking slasher it was me yep. like just <laughs> <laughs> This is truly a lot of our conversations. Like we'll talk about like some real live Fox Five shit, and then right after that, I heard some like the other day we I heard somebody screaming in the background with her on the phone. I said, "What you watching? Oh, somebody just died. The collection. <laughs> oh, <laughs> love it, love it. So again, you can follow Girl That's Scary on all the socials, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. I don't TikTok because I, I don't know how to use that. Oh, I don't know how to do that yet. I've been playing around, like thinking about starting a TikTok for Fear Street, but I'm also like, what would I do? <laughs> I gotta have content. <laughs> right. Like Ryan, his oh my god, his TikTok, 
is. I yeah. forgot what I was watching. Like he was talking to the ghost. It was like <laughs> with Danny. Like, Bitch, fuck you! I was screaming like I, I was at my desk, and you know, I, you have a little glass panel in the classroom, and they can kind of if people walk past the stop, they can see you. I had to put my face behind the monitor so can't nobody see. You. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> it's the one where he was talking about people punching out when shit goes down at a job, and you hear bitches screaming off camera. It's like, oh no, he's here! And you just see Ryan putting on his jacket, like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Well, let's talk about jazz and cat. So, jazz, as we do with everyone, what's your favorite scary movie? Okay. So, you know, I, I don't have one, so I'm going to just throw one out there. And I don't remember what I said last time, but uh, oh. Terrified, Eterrados, I don't know if I said that last time. It's one of my favorite scary movies. It is scary. It is scary. And, I you know, I love a, I love a good scare. Everyone's entitled to a good scare. That is a good scare. And even watching it like five, six, time number six, it's still, especially with the lights out, it's scary. It's scary. Oh, it's good. Yeah. So do you have a favorite subgenre? Okay, I like paranormal, supernatural kind of stuff mm-hmm. because I feel like ghosts are scarier than humans. Because you, if it's gonna be me or you, it's gonna be me, baby. We gonna fight. We gonna. You better have a gun, and you better hope you kill me. Like you better. <laughs> like I will pop back up like fires. And now we gotta swap it out. I pay rent here. You're not coming into my house. Like our rent is too damn high to be dying. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> not before the first bitch. <laughs> Let me get the money. <laughs> But, yeah, I love a good supernatural movie like Demons, Ghosts, um, that kind of that kind of shenanigans. Love it, love it. So, what got you started in horror? Like, what's your horror origin story? Oh, my mama. My mama was like, "Oh yeah, girl," because she was chaotic. And like I said, I tell everyone that my mama really took me to the theater to see Scream. I was six. I was six, and I, every time I think about it, because once you get older, like when I was like ten or twelve, I didn't think that was that bad. And now I'm like, I'm in my thirties. I'm like, I was, I was in first grade. I was sucking, <laughs> thumb, my, I was sucking my thumb still, and I'm here with this big ass Coca Cola with both hands around and watching Drew Barrymore get chopped the fuck up. And I'm like, oh my god, she took me to see Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and me and Sheree watched that shit like on Clubhouse, like a, like well, last week or something. And I'm like, my mom took me to see this shit in the theater. She's insane. Like she took <laughs> Resurrection, H2O, like all these movies. I saw them on the big screen and like just the, the smell of the popcorn. I used to sit close to the front in the middle. We're just in there just watching these the thrill of it. And then Halloween comes around, and me and my brother, my older brother, not my little brother, he's not banging with that. He don't like scary movies. But my older brother, we would sit close to that big back big back ass TV. And those when Halloween comes around, it has the marathon. We will watch all the Mar- the Pumpkin Head, all the Halloweens, all the Nightmare on Elm Streets, and we used to go to haunted houses like the little Ashland Berry Farms. You get on the haunted hayride, woo! They drop your ass <laughs> off in the forest. You got to run the fuck back. A zombie run, fun times. Um, it's just embedded. There you go, perfect. All right, moving on to Cat. Cat, what's your favorite scary movie? My favorite is Night of the Living Dead. The I think it's 1968. Mm-hmm. But I want to be like Jazz. Okay, because I don't know if I said that last time either. But one of my always go-to, like, if there's not a day goes by, and if somebody goes, what's a random scary movie you want to watch today? Hell House LLC. I want everyone to watch this movie. This is a Hell House LLC stand account. It is. Um, <laughs> I just... <sighs> 
And found footage is not one of my like favorite genres to go to, but when it's done right, mm -hmm. it gives like found footage with documentary, and it's just my favorite to go. Like I honestly can tell you, I probably watched that movie a hundred times in the last few years. Damn, be up there with the Rocky Horror Picture Show in terms of how many times I viewed it, but also Rocky Horror Picture Show will always be that girl. So that's just the sentence right there. That reminds me, when we do that, you have to come back for the guest. Oh my God, please, yes. Can I dress up too? Do I get to yes. do this? <laughs> yes. No. Don't fuck with me. We'll do it live just because. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> Kathleen will be fully dressed with a corset on. Hello. <laughs> I am ready. I have my floor show outfit on. I've actually worn that as a costume before. So please let me know. Yes. As, as someone who has cast it. <laughs> Done. <laughs> so, are zombies your favorite subgenre, or do you have another favorite subgenre? It's gonna always be zombies. I don't give a shit how terrible the movie is. I'm gonna watch it. I'm really excited. I didn't get it. I saw bits and pieces of it, but the Day of the Dead show that I know that just started on Sci-Fi. Mm -hmm. I'm so ready to dive into that because it's always gonna be George Romero for me. Martin, we gonna act like that never happened, but it's gonna always be George Romero. For me. Yep, I said what I said, Jazz. We're gonna. It's gonna always be George Romero for me. Um, and just <laughs> zombies in general. And then and I know he's done other films outside of that, but if I were to pick another genre, I think that found footage would like slide up right after that. Slashers, okay, yes, they do it for me. They're always gonna do it for me. But it's just something about the realistic feeling of watching someone who was originally recording something else and ended up recording their last days. It really terrifies me, um, especially with like, you know, being from a time period, ooh, age is showing, where the internet was not popping like that. Um, and now, like, you went, we've seen people go from, oh, it's just the internet. We just learned how to, you know, get from dial up to not dial up. And then YouTube, before YouTube had all these commercials and, you know, people watching fight videos, I just exposed myself. And, you know, people just, you know, <laughs> stuff on the internet to like the general public's obsession with recording everything. I am not a person that just pulls out their phone and start recording shit because I'd be ready to box everybody that does that. But, you can see that also that evolution in the history of found footage films too. So some movies kind of like eh, hit or miss, but it's just something about that realistic aspect that always does it for me. I would be really interested to see, and I don't, there may be one other that I'm not sure of, but um, a found footage slasher. I would be down. And not a mockumentary, like an actual no. found footage. What if yes. they got the GoPros on because they was doing some other shit and somebody start killing them like also stage fright shit. Oh, hell like no. say they're Ooh. doing a play or they're or they're setting up the the setup and they're walking around. You know, don't give sure. them too much, girl, because somebody right. will take your idea. Make sure everything's popping. <laughs> Maybe they kill somebody in a production or some shit. I don't know. If I see mm -hmm. a movie like that out the streets, I already know where they got the information from. I'm ready to fight. What if it's so, Scream 2022? Because Scream Four tiptoed towards that. That's what if they true. just go ahead and follow through with it? That's I'm true. Ready. That is true. We shall I see. I will watch it. All right. Uh, Kat, so, Kat, what's your horror origin story? What got you started in all this? I got into horror with my mom. She very much watched any fucking thing that happened on TV. Honestly, truly. Because I literally just told Jazz, I saw my parents yesterday. And I when I went and they were watching some, like, you know, like the bunny ear channels. And they had that channel comment. They happen to be, <laughs> sorry, it's cracking up. They happen to be watching, I guess, an old Elvira 
kind of show situation. And, it, and we could, I couldn't figure out what movie was on the screen. Um, but my mom was always into like that. Like she always had your nightmare on Elm street. She always had all that other stuff going on. And then my dad was, you know, into more of like the sci-fi. He actually took me and my siblings to see Freddy versus Jason in the movie theater. And I'm very curious about what the hell was going on in his head anyways, because <laughs> like seriously, like my brother was born in 97. My sister was born in 92. So just to give those ages of everyone in the room and I'm the oldest, and he falls asleep in the first couple minutes of the movie, like before the titties started showing for real. And he wake up and in like, damn, this shit going crazy. You see Jason, he doing stuff. I'm like, you sleep like <laughs> 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 included. But also, what's funny is for me to do this to Jazz, because unbeknownst to everybody, we watch movies together. Me, I take a cat that wake up, damn, that shit was wild. You saw that person dying. She's like, what the hell's going on? sleep for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> But some, that's how huh? she didn't miss it. No, I didn't. I can tell you what happened. And I don't know how, but I'm like, yeah, I bet you I can tell you. But still, just like the way I rise, y'all, like it'd be quiet. Or you might hear me snore a little bit. Then you're like, Damn, that shit was crazy. You saw him jump out the window. Um, between that and my family took this like we used to go to haunted houses as a kid not actual haunted houses because we don't play that my mom was very much like we don't do no Ouija board shit she got mad at me for googling demons like she was not she's I literally looked up Ouija boards and she was like oh no I see what you're doing on your computer I will take your computer do not play with me so but we would like a go, good mom yes okay because we don't do that demonology, demonology. like she's fully like We'll talk about that off camera any other time. My family used to go to like haunted houses and like we would go as a family. Like we went on our first Florida trip and my parents took us to like a haunted house. I was so stressed the whole time. So our family trips consisted of doing random roadside attractions. So yes, we would end up in a horror movie because that's us. <laughs> you might end up in this horror movie. Who knows? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, you know, you're right. You're absolutely right because we do wax museums as well. So yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you guys have any your personal social media that you would like to plug? I, I be raising hell on there. So no, if you find me, you find me. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. You saw my eyes. Like find me, you find me. If not, I, you cool. know. <laughs> you, you, if you go to the girl, girl that scary page, you'll definitely. You're see more it. than likely to find us on anything, and we occasionally tag ourselves. Um, but also because we be trying to just stay anonymous, sweet. Anonymous, but not anonymous. <laughs> yes. Well, make sure that you follow Girl That's Scary for sure. Shall we get into Tourist Trap? Yes. Let's do it. First of all, if you have not seen this movie, it's on Tubi, I believe. Shutter, mm. watch this movie. It is chaotic. Go in blind. Don't look up shit. Yep. You, you don't know what kind of movie it is until you get to like the end. You have no, and you still might not know exactly what movie it is, what kind of box you would put it in. It does follow some, you know, tropey slasher stuff. Like, oh, why are you doing this stupid shit? Like, okay, but what a lot of movies do that anyway. It's such a good time, but it just gave me like Mannequin House from Hell. Yeah. Uh, what the, what those. You know, I feel like we don't use mannequins enough because no, they're we don't. terrifying. And also, I don't know who plays Fallout 4, who has played Fallout 4, but if you play that, the random mannequins that are just stuck, like around the the wasteland, mm -hmm. and how do they survive a nuclear explosion 
What are they made out of? Uh, I mean, granted, other stuff survived. They're just radioactive. But it was really because they're charred. They're just posed out. But then there's a corpse over there. Did you kill this person, mannequin? Mannequins are terrifying. I want to see more of those. Um, But this movie was a fun time. It's a fun time and it's a fun surprise when you get to the end. So that is my big note on it. Also, don't be swimming in still water. That's nasty. Oh, okay. So my big note on this is it gives me, if by the time you've seen this movie, like if you've never seen this movie before in your life, but you've seen House of Wax 2005, Mm. it gives me like this was the blueprint for that. Two different situations, lots of similarities. Just just tap in, just tap in. I don't want to spoil too much, so I'm going to keep the rest of my little takes in my brain. But the girl on the end, and when she ride out with her friends, I'll be yelling every that time. Was, that was wild. <laughs> wild. That was told me the other night. She said, I want you to know that if that happened to y'all, I will be doing the same thing. I'll I, would take, I would take, I wouldn't leave y'all in that motherfucking house with them other stranger fucking I would, them, I would put them outfits on them. All right, it's Christmas. Here's a hat. Mm. I, put a little, I put a little shot in your hand. Well, you have to, like the shot empty. <laughs> like, we like, put yourself in a situation, girl. I would be here. Like, we're real quick. She was like, I would take you in the car. I said, please leave me behind. I appreciate the sentiment, but you could spend less time dragging my mannequin body to the car. <laughs> I killed the threat. I'm not about to leave you here. It's not like I'm running away from him and then I tried to get you. No, he's dead. I can get y'all freely, okay? It's just got put a little elbow grease trying to fit you in the car, close the door. How does she bend their bodies? They were standing. Never mind. I strength. But <laughs> she's been through a lot, Molly. Molly <laughs> <laughs> well, went through a ride. I'm happy you called out the House of Wax because I at first when they were in the truck and they were doing weird country shit, I was like, "Is this Texas Chainsaw Massacre?" Yeah. He's even wearing faces, and then it was like, "No, no, it's House of Wax." And I was like, "Are we just picking and choosing which movies we want to be?" What? Yeah, everything. <laughs> we're everything before they existed, but also when they when they showed up, y'all are the sons. I can't say the girl name because she's no longer with us, but you're the sons of this movie, House of Wax, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Actually, Texas Chainsaw, Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out right after this, right? No, this came out in 1979. Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 74 came out first. Oh, so actually you were dick riding that movie, low-key, high-key, low-key, unbeknownst to yourself, but you know, right? House of Wax was all of y'all. Right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, wasn't there an original House of Wax that was made by? There was, yeah, but yeah. the original House of Wax, the new House of Wax is not really. It's mm-hmm. not much like that. It's more, gotcha. way more like tourist crap. Yeah. Then it, it. The only real thing is, it's the House of it's the Waxes. Yeah. Because I watch, we watch the OG. I'm like, no, this is a real wax museum in the old timey jank. They like, it's it's a very different vibe. Yeah. A very yeah. different vibe. It's a price than that one, I believe. Yeah. 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 No, so it's it's high camp and it's not as this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. something I want to mention that I thought was really strong in the first part of this film was when we're with the character Woody and he goes into that gas station or whatever and he's in that room and everything's going wild. The sound mixing of that scene is incredible. The fact that it's like all these laughs and, ah, and then it goes, as soon as that pole goes up and strikes him, it's silent. And, and he's even silent in his scream. Then you just hear the blood hitting the ground. I was like, this is incredible. I was so, it was so good. The sound overall. 
because you hear a lot of huh, huh, huh. I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh. And I'm like, are they really making this sound or is this just the soundtrack? Like, what the fuck is this? It is creepy as a bitch. Yeah. Oh. I think the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say, though, the soundtrack was a little on and off for me. Sometimes I was like, notes. sometimes I was like, I'm with you. And sometimes I was like, what the hell are you doing? That's one of my notes. Nobody told the sound person they making a horror movie. So you out here with some like 50s comedy, zip, zip, zip. And you out here with some like tampon commercials in the 70s. And I'm just like, what is we doing? Where are we? I love this movie. No, who out here playing a harp? Like in the woods. Who? Like, you know, I just when it was sound effects, it was really great. When it yes. was like actual music, music, I was like, it was shake. You know what? But that's the seventies. I know there are other movies that are like don't necessarily fall into the senses I just gave y'all. But for the most part. It was a lot of experimental stuff going on. It was real quirky. It was a whole bunch of other stuff. Shit don't make sense. You you could watch a slasher movie or any kind of movie from the seventies, and it gives you like down 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 like they do. Like, <laughs> or yeah, or you know, it'd be at the parties and they just play the soft like you know, mod pod yeah. music. It's just it. It's all over the place, which is why seventies horror is the greatest. The end. It's confusing though if you just like randomly pull in like DVDs or shit because you gotta play is this a horror movie or is it a softcore because it's the same soundtrack <laughs> and sometimes the same actors <laughs> and so you're like what would you put on for these kids? <laughs> I hope this is I hope they don't get naked because this is not what I asked for. <laughs> it was a good time. Yeah, no, 70s are wild. Like, right. Wild. Speaking speaking of naked. The one, the moment that that old creepy dude walked up on these naked girls in the water and just sat down just to have a little convo, I was like, "This feels fishy." I am on to you, sir. You need to. You should have left or done something. This ain't right. No, and it was treated like it wasn't like alarm that alarming to me. First of all, I'm in this water. Anybody walk up and is just standing there talking to me. You don't know me. I'm a stranger. I know the 70s was a different time. But also, mm -hmm. you just walked up out of nowhere. I thought I was in the middle of nowhere and you pulled up on me. And I feel like, didn't he have a shotgun? Mm -hmm. Yes. He, he had, had a shotgun, shotgun and his big ass bucket hat. And they were like, this is Friday. No. 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 The bigger the hat, the bigger the problem. Like, that's my... <laughs> That is my motto. It's what keeps me safe. I'm just like, your hat is too big, good sir. Good day. <laughs> it just wouldn't be me, but like y'all, like we've I've said several times, the 70s was a different time. Like people was hitchhiking. Yeah, they were hitchhiking. You're getting in the car with a stranger, and you know people was going missing. Like you think about all the people due to the lack of technology in the past. Like people would get away with like murders and all kinds of crime because the technology isn't where it was now. I think about this shit often, y'all. So just you know, just ride with me. But they're hitchhiking. You got random strangers walking up on you. My first thought is, girl, you should have got out the water and tased his ass. Like, do you have a taser, girl? Like, what's going on? Also, why are you feeling this free to be, you know, skinny dipping at this time of day in this location? I've done this before, but not in this scenario. Like, thank you. Right. First off, cleaner water. Secondly, where you at? You have to look right. around. Do you know this area? Are you just in the middle of nowhere where big hat people with guns can find you? Because it's like, that ain't the time. No, and this is definitely not a major city circled on your paper map. So what's going on? 
Right. Well, and, and just and think about all the like famous serial killers that were around in the seventies. Like it was a it was a great time to be a serial killer. <laughs> the Zodiac killer just got found, and he was like messing with the police back then. They're like, "Hey, you know I'm here. Hey, you know I did this. I see you. Can you see me?" Sending them like fucking clues like Scooby Doo, and <laughs> they were like, "We can't find him." And now that he's dead, they're like, "We figured it out." <laughs> Okay, but really, okay, okay. So sidebar, when I read that, I was like, is it really the Zodiac Killer? Or did y'all just say, let me just go ahead and paste a name on somebody, because y'all know y'all be doing that. But also, damn, y'all found him? Like, it took you this long to find, like, did somebody say, let me just open this case real quick, Mm because I was born on a Wednesday? Like, what's going on? (laughs) I'm excited, though, because I was like, shit, they found him. He gone, but damn, they found him. (laughs) I just, there is no other job in the world where you can sit around for 40 years and not catch the one person you need to catch or do the one thing you need to do. Can you imagine, can you imagine a job where you sit around for 40 years being like, mm, it's too hard and you keep collecting money? <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's no evaluation. There's no like yearly check-in. There's no, hey, we need results. <laughs> it's just like, he's tricky. <laughs> <laughs> he got us again. This problem. But you're the person that's supposed to have the information to solve the problem. Right? Right? This you is know, a Carmen San Diego. Like, this, just... You could have got her on the case. She would have solved it a long time Listen, ago. You might have had a little few math. <laughs> her in that trench coat. Listen, and her boots in the hat. Also, I feel like if the people look like us, you make it enough information. You know, I give it a little bit of money, make it enough. Y'all make it enough. And you be convicted people, but when it's somebody else, you can't just easily pin it on a brand person sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'll just be letting the killers walk around because we do not want to imprison, wrongly imprison anyone. Well, y'all mm-hmm. already knew. So there are the people in jail right now around people who look just like me. They can't get out. They did shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Jobs, they whole livelihoods. Right? For Meanwhile, real. serial killers are at the price chopper right now and being like, do I want avocados in the salad tonight? Just living. Living. Oh, good job. Pension. Right. Insurance, which is ironic. <laughs> Just forgot insurance. I ain't got insurance, but if I cross him in the street, guess who needs it? If I'm found. Um, so yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> those are my thoughts on that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I'm curious because when I went into this movie, I it, as we've said earlier, there's a ton of like super slasher tropes. That would that are utilized in this film, but then like the killer having psychic powers, I was like, I've never seen a slasher with someone with like can move. I mean, like we've seen slashers with people who are in your dreams, and we've seen slashers with people who can't die clearly. But like, have we ever seen besides maybe Carrie? But Carrie's not really a slasher. It's not really a slasher, is it? Or Patrick. Patrick's not really a slasher either, but he was in the bed with the psychic oh, powers yeah. doing yeah. shit. He could heat up your water from miles away. Like he was doing wild they shit. Got and he was bedridden. So I'm like, I want, and I'm trying to think of which one came out. They both are smooth from the 70s. So I feel like they either came well, out the same year. Let me go to the Google machine because yeah. I can look. Or like, I think yeah. it came out first. I wonder if that mixed with the slashers, mixed with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, kind of inspired that idea. And I like it because there's not a lot of 
uh, slashers that fall into the I'm this supernatural stress slasher, not in a way where I have powers where I can do stuff, but more so other than Freddy. But like Jason, he's supernatural because you can't kill him, not right. because he can fly and make shit move on his own. That's terrifying because when you first see it, you I don't think it's a slasher. You see the the fucking mannequin pop up laughing hysterically and shit just flying at him. I think it's some supernatural poltergeist. I think it's a ghost or yeah. something like that. Patrick came out in 1978. Came out the year Damn. before. So it was a popping situation for ESP. Uh, I know that they'd like to put the original Candyman trilogy and like supernatural slashers because there's a whole genre of supernatural slashers now. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, yeah, but no, but I don't know. That trilogy is wild. Like, I mean, I get it, but I mean, I'm talking about people. Regular people walking around with, I have like superhero power, like chronicle powers, mm -hmm. and I'm whooping ass, but also living a secluded life or something, or living a regular life. But but you can't pin nothing on me because what I'm doing is supernatural. I never have to pick up a weapon, ever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, it's like a DC villain. Like Batman has fought this person and put them in Arkham Asylum a couple times. Right, and there in, in this film, there were times when he had powers and times when he didn't seem like he had powers. But like there at the end, I was like. Why aren't you making shit fly around and kill this girl real quick? Because, like, you could have just ended this. <laughs> I think he was picking and choosing because he was still playing that game of you don't know what all I am and you don't know who all in this house. And so I feel mm -hmm. like some of those were intentional and some of them, they just didn't have the budget. Like, I, I <laughs> next time I go through, I'll be more specific. <laughs> so they just said, fuck it. Yep. Or his will to live was like, well, I'm done now, I guess. But, yeah, it was... I. I definitely, but most of the time he used it to his advantage. He did. Like to make it seem like, oh, it's not what you think it is. He was a scammer. Big scammer. Yeah. Joe oh, I love yeah. Jeremy. He was, he was a scammer. He was a scammer in the worst way. I don't know if I'm jumping ahead, y'all, but when you realize that there was no brother and Mr. Slossett was just by himself, I was like, this man. And I, I, I thought it was a brother. I was like, damn, two of them? That's fucked up. See, I knew it was him the whole time because when he sat by them at the lake, I was like, you, you something wrong with you. His hat told me he was the real villain. <laughs> but also, that fake brother, but it's really him, is also like a psycho situation instead of the mother. Mm. So this really was just picking. It was trick-or-treating the horror movies. They were like, let's put together something and go out into the woods and record some shit. Yep. What are your favorite horror movies? Let's go. <laughs> put it on the scandal <laughs> board. But it worked. It, it worked. Did. It worked. So I was like, okay, is that easy? Okay. True. I mean, I guess execution does matter because, like I said, you really don't you don't know what you're getting until the end of the movie. Because even still, you think it's supernatural, then you think it's oh, it's a slasher, it's a person, then you think it's two people, then you think it's one person, but you really don't know. You realize that he is he got the he got the sauce. Like he's like, yeah, boom, pow, got powers, and he's even darker than because at the very end he reveals some shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. Um, <laughs> the moment that sends me is when he's like putting the plaster of Paris on that girl in the basement and describing what's happening because they were like, you know what we can't afford is to see this. What we can't afford him to narrate it. <laughs> Are you in my brain? But it worked. It were it was his voice. Well, you are not gonna suffocate, but your heart's gonna explode. Yeah, it's going and slowly. It. And then just I was like, that is creepy as a bitch. Y'all know how to make some creepy moment happen for the cheap cheap. The music was creepy, but also was a little happy towards the end. And I was like, what's going on here? I'm confused. 
Like, I feel like the same person that did the music for Clue to the music for this. <laughs> and they were like, I will not be bothered to do two different soundtracks. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's crazy. And I can see it too, but I'll be yelling because all I can see is Tim Curry walk in the room. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> like, and Mr. Body's there. <laughs> <laughs> little music went there, but this didn't happen. But what if this happened? <laughs> <laughs> is that Miss Peacock back there? What the fuck is happened? <laughs> uh, <laughs> later, I just want to let everyone know. Clue was definitely off the bookshelf, so. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it. it was Molly with the axe in the attic. <laughs> oh. So, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, for me, there were times when, especially in like the chase scenes or like scenes that I would have expected more of a struggle. Sometimes these actors were like, okay, I gotta die now. Bye. <laughs> I was like, how you fall once and they didn't even crawl towards you ain't get up. You just like, oh my ankle's broken, bitch. Move them sticks, bitch. Get your ass off and run. The fuck is, what the fuck is you doing, you fucking dummy? Get out of here. Like he it's not like he got the shit booby trapped like the fucking collector. It's not a bear trap. You can literally run and outrun him. Even he, he might throw some shit at you, but you could dodge that shit. Like get the fuck. And especially if you running one way, at least somebody can fucking escape. He is still one person and he's not that perceptive as you he got powers, but people are sneaking around the house and he's not catching them. His perception points are on three. Yep. <laughs> Truly though. Charisma because they thought he was this warm, charming guy, mm -hmm. which I don't know. I mean, an armed white man in the woods with the overalls on. Sorry, that threatens me off rip. I would be terrified. You, girl, because fuck you, you got the gun. Why? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Uh -uh. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. Yeah. The one smart decision they made though was when, I think it was Jerry and one of the other girls that I get mixed up with all the time. Because Becky I, and um, Tina are the same person and different. <laughs> one has a bathing suit, one has a halter top. <laughs> oh my God. And the other tube top. So, and they're all the same shade of blue. Anyway, so Jerry gets out, but drops out the window because he, he gets caught. <laughs> and, then, and then he runs one way. And so the killer gets out and starts to follow him. But then a little girl gets out and runs the opposite way. I was like, that's smart. You don't go the same direction because now he's got to choose which one he got to go after. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she failed too. Like she got eight meters away and literally, like, oh God, bitch. Get you know, sometimes your ankles give out. I just wanted to say that out loud. I don't know about y'all if y'all reached that point in your life yet. Your ankles just give out. It's usually on my ankles, it's usually my hip, but I'm going to fight through the pain. <laughs> my ankles wake up like, damn. I, bitch, I was driving to work. I breathed in. And I was like, I had a sharp pain, and I was like, yeah, you know how you run and you get the yep. sharp pain because you, you know, you know, out of shape. I was like, bitch, I'm just sitting down. It went away, but then I was like, this is what the fuck they was talking about when you get old. <laughs> Me and my good knee would have put up a good fight. Like we would have we made it somewhere. He wouldn't have got me. I would at least find a big old stick and try to use that to do something. 
they did not believe in fighting back. Like, while we're talking about Jerry, who also jumped through that window, and that needs to be a moment that we talk about. But we're talking about Jerry and how he shows up in the attic to be the hero at the end and just stands there while Woody comes, takes his arm off, and he's like, oh, no, I'm a mannequin. <laughs> I thought, okay, I thought that moment was genius. Because at first I was like, oh, Jerry's alive. He's going to say, and I was like, oh, shit. He's not alive. I mean, he's kind of alive. Is he alive? I don't know. They are alive inside. Whatever supernatural, it's not, I feel like it's not just telekinesis. He can walk up to you and turn you into a mannequin in the instant. I don't know how he got that power. Okay. Because it ain't no way that he's killing people and just turning them into mannequins like that. That quick. That's not how that works. He got a power. He li- You never see anime characters where they got this wild ass power. They just walk up to you and they tap you and you turn the wax or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they, just, they got ridiculous powers. They walk up to you and they just literally turn everybody into dolls or they just, you know, I don't know, just so they cop- make a copy of you. Or some shit. They they can do any wild ass power. He has a wild ass power, and they showed it in real time. And I want more of that. Him walking up to you, and then he just twists his head and turns to a fucking man. I was like, hey, hey, wait. I had I was literally clutching my bird. I was like, bitch, because I'd never seen nothing like that. That was their own spin. Mm-hmm. That turned right. up in the mannequins, and the mannequins go, oh, oh. The mannequins be whispering names. They got different voices and shit. The telekinesis can't be doing all that. <laughs> now, but now I want to see an anime version of this film. I, I want it now. <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine the joy of seeing Jerry kicking the red and black? Come on, bitch, I got you. And then like, oh no, Woody took my arm. What? <laughs> <laughs> but drawn and underscored and with a real music, not this. <laughs> I want that. I want that for all of us. <laughs> I would love to see it. This was a good time. But she did come out on top, though. Although he had to, she had to watch all the. And you see the the mannequins are flashing between real people and mannequin people. So I'm like, it's people in there, bro. Yeah, it, they are in there and they are fighting for their lives. Okay. They're like, oh, please save me or kill me, like a psycho gourmet. Like I'm stuck in a in a like this trance. Like, please knock me over so I can say thank you. Please listen. I feel like because it's the 70s, right? They may not have had the technology to really accurately or like best depict the side the side the, what is it the the psychic part of what's happening mm. going on here and also the psychological part that's going on here because i feel like in addition to he may have mass powers or this might just be in all of their heads like this might just be like a viewpoint situation that back and forth like clearly he's turning people into mannequins but maybe they're not able to depict what a human mannequin looks like so we keep just seeing regular mannequins he, my brain he said it feel like flesh when they touched the wife jane also what if he drugged their beers I feel like there's a lot of stuff going on here. So they ch- also they try to keep it cute by showing regular mannequins. And you know, if this movie was probably made present day, it would have been somebody's skin chopped up and sewn together. You know what I'm they saying? They would have so, touched it and it would have came loose and it been wet. They would have like kind of like wax, like house of wax. Because the friend walks in and touches, I think Jared Pedalecki's face because he's like, you can't play the piano and you ain't moving. What's wrong? And he pokes him and his face falls off. And Jared's eyes are like, bitch, run! <laughs> <laughs> and a little tear come down. I'm screaming like, oh, internally. No. That is literally what screaming internally looks like. For real. For real. <laughs> Me at all my full-time jobs. Um, <laughs> 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 How do they know Molly? Because, like, Molly don't fit this group. Molly was with Woody at the very beginning, wasn't she? She was with Woody, Becky, and Tina. Because, like, 
these two were just like, we here and we ready like shimmy out of these tops with our like brunette hair because you know we're the bad girls because we got brunette hair. <laughs> Diversity week in this truck. And so like Molly just there <laughs> and Woody's like, I'm driving because I'm the man. I'm like, but what? how do y'all know her? Because they're like, let's get naked. She's like, I don't want to. His <laughs> wife's their um, cousin, their distant cousin who used to, they used to go to Bible study with. And, you know, Man. she kept going to Bible study and they found out about um, Coors Light and marijuana and they started turning up their off and shit. And now they still kind of, they cool, but she be tagging along just to stand there. Not like, Woodstock. Said, Listen, man, I don't know what year that was. It was the 60s. I don't think. I'm not <laughs> I think at one, at one point in the very beginning, they have a piece of dialogue that's like, so Woody and I think Molly, it could be one of the other girls maybe, were in a car and the tire like broke or something, deflated, and the spare had no air in it either. So he had to like take the tire to some gas station, which was where he died. And no one asked where Woody is the entire time. I was like, well, they don't give a shit about him. <laughs> but then... The other car pulls up, and whoever the girl is, like, next time I'm riding with you. So apparently, they're all friends somehow. But, but how? I don't know. Molly's not squad. Squad is like, let's go to the woods and get fucked up. And Molly's like, I don't think we should do anything except listen to this older man with the giant hat. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, y'all don't. Look at this dress, it's so pretty. Girl, get your ass out of here. Who goes to the woods? Who goes into the woods in an all-white ensemble? I don't go to the woods. But I know that shit's dirty, and I don't have to wear my linens. I know that much. A chaotic human that could be playing YOLO. That's literally it. All white in the forest? All white. And with pigtails. And I was like, how old are you supposed to be, Molly? Were you supposed to be a child originally? I, you know... Nope. I have no defense for this. Um, She's just... Nope. They're trying to make her innocent. Uh, but girl, you just you're actually just a wet towel, and we don't know why you came on the trip. Well, you could have just went to Bible study again. You know they always got Bible study somewhere. They could have just left her on the cross. Truly, any of those other three girls were more interesting than she was. The whole trip, I was like, "Who invited you?" Because <laughs> she's like, "I don't think we should. I don't think we should." And she's not wrong, but like, she just don't fucking work with the group because they're so like chaos. <laughs> she's like the cousin that your mama said, "Did you invite Molly?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> call her ass, and you know she'll never say no. I don't want to go. Oh yeah, sure, guys. And you like her because you know y'all be like bonding over certain books and stuff. But also, like this is not your going out cousin. Like this is right. Not, you know, no. the, the, you know, just your mama and your auntie just tried to link up to get her to go outside more. Yeah. Yeah. You you no. like her in certain situations, you know, like you want to have tea and talk about books, but like, do you want to go party in the woods with her? No. No. You also know she a snitch. She's like, oh no, we was out past curfew last night. I'm so sorry, mama. It's like, nobody asked you. <laughs> nobody asked you. <laughs> yeah. Mm -mm. She is definitely, let's, let's call, maybe we should call the police. She's that bitch when you're not even in danger. Maybe we should call the Maybe we should just go home, girl. Like, relax. Right? No, I just... And how did she fix that car in the end? Because that car was broke. And then suddenly she's driving it. Maybe she... because she killed him, he couldn't hold the car, like, under hot... Oh. Now, I don't know how much sense that makes. That's what I just threw that out there so the movie could keep going for me. That <laughs> then helped me. Um, don't know if it's true or not. Throwing it out there. Mm -hmm. 
I like it. It works for me. Well, first of all, my note is these masks are the creepiest masks I've made because I've oh seen. With the way they mouth drop like ventriloquist dogs. Bitch, no. No, no. Hellnaw.com.org, bitch. Fuck no, population me. Hell no, bitch. I just, I, no. Fucking no. Um. Also, what's wrong with them sticks? The car would have broke down. Guess who got to walk 15 miles to the next town? Me. Girl, fuck you. I'm not going to this old motherfucking dusty ass house nope. with this weird ass man, bitch. Nope. Fuck y'all. Um, those are my notes, but also watch this movie. It That's is it. creepy. Yeah. It sounds creepy. The mannequins is creepy. And it doesn't go the way you expect it to go. This movie is definitely good. Yes. Listen. Listen. It's, it was one of my favorite Shutter Friends this summer because I was like, give me the old slashers, y'all. And I watched this and I was like, this is, what is this trip? Am I high? Are they high? Who's high? Are we all high? <laughs> Active altered reality. Everyone is under the influence. Everybody. Yes. Everybody. And I did notice, because I watched the extended cut, which is only like five more minutes, but there's another cut that's, because mine was an hour 29, and there's an hour 25 cut on Tubi. They're both on Tubi. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So okay. go look. I don't know. I don't know what was cut, but because I was like, there's nothing crazy happening that you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Tubi adds the commercials because I was like, I had to watch it on Tubi because I love Shutter, but Shutter don't be loving us. She was not working yesterday or this morning, and I was like, I got to record. So I went to Tubi, who's always there for me, and I don't remember anything missing from when I saw it a few months ago. But also, I don't have the greatest memory, so I don't. I, I could not say. Yeah. I just noticed there was two, and I was like, I'm curious what they like. What was extended about this? Because there wasn't, didn't seem to be anything. I don't know. Yeah, it didn't, and I've seen both versions on Shutter and Tubi, and I, if anything, it might have been like a small slither of a scene, but I think they both relatively are showing the same show. So I'm sure I might be right with it just being commercials. And you know, that's the best time you could just get up and. I'll get you a glass of juice or something. Yeah. One does say the art is cut though, so but I don't know. I still don't know what the difference is. Yeah, because yeah. I'm I'm trying to like think that I see it. I've seen this movie a few times. Like it's on the background as always, but this this background watch is definitely time number six or yeah. seven. Because I'm like, you know, I throw this on when I just or if it's streaming on the shutter screen, I'm like, oh sure. Yep. Yeah. Sure, why not? Let me hear the whole he, he. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a good time. all right well shall we get to some hot takes let's go yeah let's go for it jazz you go first okay thoughts my brain the score where the mannequin dolls and mouth is some of the scariest shit i've ever heard in a horror score and i want people to because people don't talk about this movie that much like this is one of those deep cut fucking movies that we don't talk about this they that score where the, the mannequins they do. I like human voices are terrifying. We are not utilizing them enough. Let's do more of that. They did that right. Um, two, I think the telekinesis bullshit was actually genius. It, although this movie does uh, really steal from a lot of other movies. Let's just mix these up into a soup. Remember, casserole, look, these are a couple years old in the fridge. They've been in the fridge. Let's put all these ingredients in a new casserole, but the new casserole is bomb. Wait a mm-hmm. minute. So I can't really complain because I'm eating the casserole, got third or fourth servings. So I'm like, mm, this is good. This is good. Also, I think um, 
not even gonna hold you that I might watch Tourist Trap more than Friday the 13th. Gonna say that. Cool. Came out before it also. Just saying. Very fair. Mm -hmm. Very fair. I think my only hot take is not, it's it's about Tourist Trap and not directly. I really wish that House of Wax was really Tourist Trap Jr. Like it was yeah. trying to be um, instead of just House of Wax because Tourist Trap is that girl like I'm so happy that I randomly came across this? I feel like it was on the Shutter stream. I will say it probably hot take is one of the best slashers I've seen from the 70s. That's a good hot take for you there. And we watched yeah. this together for the first time. You yeah. was like, What is this? And we just hit play on it at the same time. I was like, What the fuck is this? Yeah, what the fuck is this? It was, good. <laughs> it was a good time, so I will put that up there. Hot take is one of the best slashers of the 70s. Boom, flames Boom. done, done, concurred. <laughs> I need <to> stop. <laughs> <laughs> so my hot take is the first two thirds of this film I loved, absolutely loved it. I thought that the third act felt a little repetitious for me, and so I think it could have been cleaned up a little bit towards the end. But overall, I think that the the, set, the first two thirds are fantastic, and the second act, the third act could have been cleaned up a little more for me just to make it a little more streamlined. It didn't need a time cut off of it, really. But, like... There's a lot of chase scenes in that third act. Mm -hmm. A lot of bitches running in the woods. And they always do the same thing. And I'm like, I don't need to see this again. I've already seen <laughs> Eileen and Becky and Tina and all them do it. I don't need to see Molly do it again. <laughs> hey, she joined this group. <laughs> she got enough for everything else they do, too. You can opt out of the running. Look... <laughs> Look, my hot take changed in this conversation because I realized what my hot take really is. It's just needing something to be refined because I fucking love these creepy mannequins. I love the ha, ha, ha. And I love that he can do some things with his mind sometimes. But I feel like it just was not, it was not finessed. It was not like mm -hmm. laid down like a bad wig. It was just like there. And they were like, we got time. But like, I think if they had laid the wig, I would be here for all of it. But like, because again, they're so fucking cool. But you can also tell it's like somebody walked in and was like, we need to make him a little bit different because he's too close to other shit. Telekinesis. <laughs> you can tell they were like, put it in the soup, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think had it been like a through line and we had like made some definite decisions, I that would, yeah. So I wanna I wanna reboot, I wanna remake, I want I wanna see this redone. Because also, nothing is harmed when you add brown people, which this movie did not do, except for that one little Native American statuette that threw a tomahawk. And I was like, I see you. I, you know, I don't... Mm, they need it better than that. I want real people with lines that can talk. That's yep. people of color. Um, I just... I'm definitely... I would I would definitely like a remake, although House of Wax is low-key, high-key a remake of this. But it doesn't have the same vibe with the the fucking sound and the mm -hmm. mannequin. I want the mannequins with the mouth drop because now we have the technology where it it will be insane to do that. It should be a cold open with that first but scene. Here's... And the death could be more gruesome. They could really fuck some shit up. You're right. Okay, but also walk with me, everybody. It's something about 
this existing in the time period it existed mm. in and knowing what materials and what access they had to make it what it is. Because, you know, I would love to see a remake just like everybody else. But then I'm thinking about us seeing the remake and it just be like, it's not hitting the same because they didn't have, you know what I'm saying? They got so much access, it's going to be like, mm, versus damn, this is some ragtag shit. They just slapped together and it just happened to make sense. Just let me know if I'm wild and I don't know. I mean... Also, you're not the biggest fan of remakes anyway. So you've seen, okay. the, you've seen the story. So you're going to be like, all right. <laughs> this, lived in the, this lived in this snow globe right here in 1979. And it looks good. Do you really want to take it out of the snow globe and digitize it and make it, you know, a 2020 no. picture? It's going to be different. I'll take but, 05, House of Wax. Thank you. You know, <laughs> that, movie, that movie was a pitch too long anyway. But... Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind seeing a remake, but you know, I'm a fan of a remake if it's decent. I wouldn't remake. mind seeing a sequel. Oh, yes. Okay. I get uncomfortable with those sequels that come out 60 years after the fact, because I'm just like, yo, audience, I hear no more. Who to score? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. But I... I, I am I hate remakes usually, but like I had I saw had I <laughs> words. I had just seen Summer Party Massacre and that shit was a good time. So mm. I feel like it can't be done with the right people. Are we the right people? Should we have a couple of drinks and rewrite this script real quick and then like <laughs> put together our tens of dollars to give it the energy it needs? I think the answer is yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I heard I heard it from a mannequin somewhere. Yes, yeah. it needs to happen. Listen, those mannequins are everywhere. Go to the right thrift store to be like, you ain't using these after 5 p.m. Give me these. Because <laughs> 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 when they were crowded over her, she laid on the ground looking up. I immediately, okay, I laughed because, you know, imagine you got your ass beat. These bitches can jump you. They put up at your house. We not come outside. We not going to jump you. And then they just jumped you and now they all standing over you like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> level because I'm a huge fan of the Twilight Zone and I used to watch all the whole somebody doing some bad shit outside sorry y'all it's reactive so anyways um huge fan of the Twilight Zone and there's an episode of the Twilight Zone where you think it's this young lady and she's being stalked by all these mannequins in this department store. It's one of the older episodes. Okay, walk with me. And it's still in black and white. So she's being stalked by all these mannequins and she don't know what the hell going on. She's thinking she's going to a party at the or a secret floor at the a department store, but she ends up on the mannequin floor and the mannequins are like, ah, like scolding her. And you find out that they're scolding her because all the mannequins take turns going out into the real world and being people. Oh, there you go. Being people. And they were stalling her because she was too wrapped up being a human and forgot that her time was up. And the next was like, uh-uh, girl, it's my time. So I think <laughs> about when I'm watching this movie, knowing I have that in my head, I'm like, this shit is crazy. So if they took those two concepts that and something like blended it up and gave us like, this is the next movie that exists, not, not necessarily a sequel, but like in this universe, I would be here for it. I like that. Yes. I need to watch Twilight Zone episode right now. I love the Twilight Zone. I love that episode, but like I love Cat's recap more than that episode. What? <laughs> if you ever want to recap Twilight Zone episodes, I, I would just hand over the stream yard and be like, here's the password. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Once we, because we want to cover Twilight Zone episodes, but there's so many. But also, I love we had to do it per season, bro. I'm ready because you know, yeah. if it's black and white, I'm tuning all the way in. All right, well, that's our thoughts on <laughs> Tourist Trap. <laughs> Thank you, Jazz and Cat, for joining us. 
Thanks it for inviting me. I'm so happy. <laughs> we love to have you guys. Uh, <laughs> next up, we're co- we're covering the original, which is funny that we've kept mentioning it so many times since this episode, <laughs> the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> Great. I'm ready to tune in. Oh, and uh, we'll be joined <laughs> by first-time guests, so we're super excited, by Miss Chris Love. Yay! Um, and that's going to kick off our month of fucked up families because nothing says holidays better than fucked up families. Am I right? <laughs> well, you know. Yes. You say yeah. Thanksgiving, I say therapy. <laughs> you say Thanksgiving, I say Royal Rumble. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I was unfazed by Battle Royale because you know what I'd have done? I lived in my house in the holidays. <laughs> All right. Well, as always, again, thank you, Jazz and Cat. Thank you to everyone for listening, and make sure you stay fierce out there. Bye.